Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. Joining host Bill Hodges on this podcast is retired Colonel D.J. Reyes of the United States Army. Colonel Reyes closes out our series on the Veterans Treatment Court. He shares details of how the VTC got started, a tribute to one man with an idea who can convey that idea to others and can make that big difference in many lives. Having been active in the court since its inception, he is in a unique position to help us understand how it started and why it has now become the model for courts at all levels across the nation. You will hear how the concept is spreading beyond national boundaries and how other countries are pattering their courts after ours. This court saves lives, men's families, and saves the taxpayers' money. What more could you ask? Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And over the month of August, we've had four great shows on our Veterans Treatment Court. It's a phenomenal thing. If you've missed those shows, you need to go back in the podcast library and listen to those four shows, because this is something where we broke a lot of people. And because we broke them, it is our responsibility to help them become productive citizens again. These people were good people. And for some reason, they had problems. And as a cleanup batter, I guess I should say, we decided to do this fifth show. And the person that's going to be on it and talk with me is Colonel DJ Rias. He has a military record that goes above and beyond, but his record of helping veterans is even greater. And one of the star things that we have in the veteran treatment court is the mentor program. And he was mentor number one at the very beginning. And much of what happened in the court, he's built. So we'll get a little historical standing from him. And then he's going to talk about what's happening now. And I'm very excited. It's going national. And this program is the model for what's happening in veteran treatment courts all over the country. Welcome to the program, Colonel Reyes. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. It is so exciting to have you because we've talked before. Would you give us a quick overview of maybe just, we've talked about the court, but how do the mentors fit into this? Not many courts have mentors of any kind, way, shape, or form. Right. So I'm sure your previous guests let your audience know that uh, at least for the Tampa's program, we were established officially in October of 2013. A few months prior to that, I got involved with Judge Weiss, the first 
a judge through an associate, an, a local attorney, now city councilman, Louis Vieira, because I had heard about the Veterans Treatment Court in Texas through a TV special that I saw on ABC 2020. And so because of that, I, I questioned uh, Lewis about that. And he then connected me with Judge Weiss. And so in August of 2013, I, I spoke to Judge Weiss. He was on the cusp of establishing that court. He was getting the judicial order together. He was trying to uh, establish a budget and trying to build a staff. But one of the things he did not have, which the uh, model, the first veteran stream court in Buffalo, New York had and encouraged every program to have is a volunteer veteran mentor program. And so Judge Weiss asked me if I would help him in establishing that. And of course, I said yes. So that was back in August of 2013. So you can see now uh, we've been in existence for over nine years. Yeah, that's not very long for what I've seen you accomplish. Yeah, well, we have quite a robust uh, volunteer veteran mentor program, uh, which I'm very proud of. We're all very proud of here in Tampa. What if someone wanted to be one of the mentors? What is the requirements for being a mentor? Fairly easy requirements. One, you have to be a veteran. And then two, if you're active duty or if you're an active reservist or in the National Guard, you have to have be in good standing, no adverse actions against you. And then if you're a veteran, whether you're retired like myself or someone that did their time and got out, then when you provide us your DD-214, the characterization of your service has to be honorable. And the reason why we're a little tough on that is because the mentors are, are aligning with veterans who are defendants in a criminal court system. And so we want to set a good example with a veteran mentor who did honorable service. But those are the basic requirements. You know, one of the things about this court that I particularly like, well, there's so many things, I hate to point out one, but this one in particular, the people that are handling it and helping with it and adjudicating for it are all people who have walked in the shoes of these men and women sometime during their life. Uh, Judge Shante is an actual serving full bird colonel in the U.S. Army JAG Corps. I mean, <laughs> he's still in the military. So he was in Iraq and Afghanistan and all these different places, as were you. You know what they went through. You know what so many of them saw and had happened to them. And the recidivism rate on this court is less than 10%. The average in Florida is somewhere around between 37 and 70, depending on, that's a bargain for those of us that are money conscious, because the return is that these folks aren't going back to jail. We're not having to do anything. And they're coming up with a constructive life, taking care of their children, their families. You're doing a fantastic job at that. So those are great points. And I think we need to make you our spokesperson for the <laughs> VTC program, Bill. I love it. I, I want to touch quickly on a point you just made that is very insightful. The service, especially for Tampa, of our three judges who have all served, uh, and as you pointed out, Judge Sante is continuing to serve, Judge Weiss retired, and Judge Holder retired. But let me point out just how familial this program is, how personal it is. Judge Shante, when he was a staff judge advocate and a captain, served as a brigade staff uh, judge advocate and advisor to one of my best friends who was a brigade commander at the time in the 3rd Infantry Division during the 2003 invasion General of Iraq. General Petraeus? No. General oh. Petraeus was in you the 101st Airborne. Him, right. 
I was serving with General Petraeus in the 101st, but in front of us literally was the 3rd Infantry Division as we were all posturing and getting ready to invade into um, Iraq. Judge Shante at that time was a, a brigade staff judge advocate for one of my good friends. And so that was 2003, 2004. It wasn't until 2016 or 17 when uh, during his investiture, I can't remember the exact date, I think it was 16, when I saw him again. So it had been a good 12 years later from the time of Iraq till then I saw him when uh, he became a judge. So that's Judge Shante. Judge Weiss and I served the same time and served for the same commander in CTJTF in Balad. Judge Weiss at the time was serving as the military magistrate for the counterterrorist organization under General Crystal. And I was serving at the back end in Baghdad uh, doing other intelligence operations, but providing direct support to General McChrystal. And so I found that out during my interview with Judge Weiss in his office when we were talking about the VTC. And then that's when I realized, Bill, that there was something special about this program. Uh, when you have that kind of connection with the judge, and in my case, in two, with two judges, I knew that this was a special program and and you've just covered all the other statistics. What's not to like about this program? We save lives, we rebuild communities, we rebuild families, and we save millions of taxpayers dollars. Without a doubt. You know, I know you acted along with uh, Congressman Melarikas and uh, Congressman Christ on a national program through Congress. Can you give us a little background on how this seed that you all have planted has now sprouted and gone national? Well, yes. And so in 2019, the VTC Coordination Act of 2019 uh, was as a result of a lot of hard work of a lot of people. Uh, Charlie Chris at the time, Congressman Charlie Chris sponsored it, also supported uh, by Congressman Bill Rockus and, and Congresswoman uh, Castor. And basically the essence of that bill, which eventually passed the House both the upper and the lower house and signed by President Trump in August of 2020, authorized federal funding for all VTC programs throughout the 50 U.S. states and U.S. territories. Wow. Myself and many others uh, lobbied for it as well. Um, in fact, in June of 2019, I had the opportunity to, in lobbying for that, I had the opportunity to brief the Tampa VTC program in the White House and then also up on Capitol Hill before a congressional delegation and with Congressman Christ. So that's how far we've come from 2013 to 2019 and now to 2022. Everybody should be in this county with 104,000 veterans in this county. Everybody here should be so proud of the efforts that all of you have made to bring these folks home and put them back on the street to productive citizens. Absolutely. And just to tie in, uh, to dovetail on the program, when, when you talked about the legislation, just to let you know the extent of how the influence of the Veterans Treatment Court and specifically the Tampa's Veterans Treatment Court and, and our influence, I am now personally involved with mentoring. It's a pilot program where I am actually mentoring a veteran defendant in a U.S. federal court wow. here in the middle district of Florida under the Honorable Judge Porcelli. So because the federal court does not have a federal level VTC program, but through the network and the connections, Judge Porcelli asked if it's possible that if we could, if he could leverage 
our VTC program, the mentor program, and all of our community resources to help assist this veteran get better. And so it's a pilot program and I'm the mentor and I'm mentoring this veteran. And in fact, I've got him, I just had him come out to RVR Horse Rescue, which is the equine therapy out in Plant City. He did that. He loves it. And in a couple of weeks, I believe we're going to support the uh, military backpack, back to school backpacks for military kids uh, hosted by uh, American Legion Post 5 off of Kennedy and uh, Dale Mabry and the Camaraderie Foundation. And all of this gets reported to the federal judge. I actually go every month for a status update before the federal judge. And he asks me to report on the status of the veteran. So that's the first initiative. Let me quickly tell you this. The other initiative that has grown out of this, I am involved in an initiative to help the U.S. tribal courts and Navajo nations. That was my next question. I'd heard heard you mention that in, in a talk you gave. Absolutely. And so we're very excited through another organization I belong to, the Veterans Court Coalition, of which Judge Shante and also Judge Retired Judge Holder are also advisory members of. We are embarking on assisting the U.S. tribal courts in establishing their first ever uh, federal level VTC on their reservations. Because as you know, we have a lot of Native American combat veterans and a lot of them are on the reservations and a lot of them have similar issues and conditions that many of our U.S. military veterans are experiencing now. So two big initiatives that we have going on now that I'm involved in that I'm very excited about. But it's as a result of our VTC program. Well, you know, what excites me and I think that I want my listeners to hear is that you heard this subject come up on a TV show you're watching, as I understand it, it sparked a thought in your mind. And then you went and did something about it. One man, all of a sudden, you've got a forest. You've, you've planted seeds all over and they're coming up. And every one of the people listening to today, you do know that there are things you can do and, and maybe even help this court. That would be an important, if somebody wanted to work with you on this court or to be one of the mentors, how would they do that? Who do they go to? Very simple, Bill. In fact, for your listening audience, they can reach me through our website, www.hillsboroughcountymentors, one word, dot O-R-G. That's it's, our website. Say if, that again very slowly because my folks, they've got to write this down and many of them Got a little bit of arthritis in their hands. I sure will. www.hillsboroughcountymentors.org. All right. And if they access that, they'll see our public service video, three and a half minutes. It's got our senior mentors talking and it has Judge Shante talking. And then we have different sections of it. To include all the media that we've been in, I post all of it. And then at the very end, there's a, a drop down box. It says, for more information, contact us. All you got to do is just write whatever note you want. It comes directly to my Gmail. And I promise you, any of your members on your listening audience that writes to me, they will get a response back from me. Well, you may have people call you from all over the United States because that, we, that's fine. Last month, we went to 28 countries and, and all 50 states. So, Somewhere or another, they may be listening. 
It's interesting you should say that, Bill, because I have several of my friends, my compatriots, classmates of mine at the Senior War College and the Naval War College, along with some some of my allied friends that I was with in Iraq and Afghanistan, and we kept in touch over the years, and I've sent them all this information, and they've tried to start it in their countries. We have about two minutes, and there's there's so many things that I'd still like to ask you, but let me give you that two minutes to give us kind of a wrap up or to touch on something that I haven't touched on. Sure. You know, I could talk about statistics about veterans. You know, you hear about one in five that have mental health or any sort of mental health disorder or condition to include PTSD or traumatic brain injury. Uh, You know, one out of six with some sort of substance or alcohol abuse or disorder. You're probably hearing increasing stories of many of our veterans with military sexual trauma. You hear about domestic violence. You hear about homelessness. You hear about employment woes. You hear all of that, okay? What we've learned here in the Veterans Treatment Court is when a veteran, through no fault of his or her own, experiences oftentimes traumatic experiences, oftentimes Uh, as a result of combat, and they come home. Many of them struggle a little bit. I think we all struggle, to be quite honest with you, and myself included, but many of us struggle, and many of us search for not only ways to resolve some of our issues, but a lot of us, myself included, miss the tribe. When When you leave the military, you leave the tribe. And I think it's because of that, when you leave that type of life and that type of culture, and you're thrust into the civilian culture where you're you're apart from your brothers and your sisters, many of the veterans can't cope and, and they have a hard time. And so because of that, unfortunately, many of them resort to illegal or illicit type behavior. Colonel Reyes, thank you so much for being on. Colonel DJ Reyes has been my guest. He is mentor number one with the Veterans Treatment Court. And I encourage you to go back and listen to that. Plus, talking about mental health, there are several programs that we've just done recently on mental health and even ways for those that don't have a honorable discharge to get help. And that's something that we can do a whole nother program on. But I thank you so much, Colonel Reyes. I hope you'll come back very soon. Thank you, sir. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself how often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you very soon again on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.